Hello, and welcome to the Money Rebel Podcast. This is your host, Haley David, and it is my mission to help you be your own boss, rebel against your nine to five, and build a successful business that you actually love. In my world, I believe that business gets to be fun, easy, and profitable AF. This podcast is your go-to guide to help you start and build a business that will pave the way for your dream life. Join me every week as I chat about marketing tips, business strategy, industry trends, and life as an entrepreneur. So if you're ready to play by your own rules, attract more dream clients, and build your business to six figures and beyond, grab a drink and let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Money Rebel Podcast. This is your host, Haley David. If you feel gross, icky, or not confident when you sell, let alone even the thought of selling starts to make you feel a bit anxious and nervous and you want to explore the beliefs and fears that you have around sales and how that's not only impacting your sales, but your business, this episode is for you. There are so many levels to sales that can affect people beyond just the strategy and skills part of it. Our beliefs, feelings, and mindset plays a huge factor in how we actually do sales. Sometimes it's not enough to know all of the buyer psychology and sales scripts because underneath, you might still have fears, beliefs, and perspectives that make it really challenging to show up and sell your services or offers the way that you want to. So right now you might be feeling really overwhelmed and disappointed because you have such a strong desire to make an impact in your clients' lives, yet even the thought of selling sends you into a mini mindset spiral. For you, it's the most frustrating thing because you know how good you are at what you do and that you work really well with your clients and you know that you are meant to do this work. But because you struggle with sales and showing up, you don't get to do the work as much as you would like or make the impact you want to make. You might even be feeling like if people just entered your world and got to experience how great you are at what you do and get a glimpse at the way you deliver your services and your offers, things would be so much easier. It's just the hard part is getting the people into your world to show them how good you are at what you do and to take them from potential to paying clients. But you know once they are there, they won't want to work with anyone else because you are so good at what you do and you care so much. Right now, maybe you're resonating with this and feeling like, okay, Haley, you're in my head. That's exactly how I've been feeling. My goal today is to just help show you some alternative perspectives and reframes around some of these fears and beliefs that so many of us have around sales and business that hold us back from making the impact that we desire. I'm going to cover the biggest beliefs and fears I've discovered while working with my clients in my experience in doing business from a personal level and then while doing market research and just communicating with other business owners. So let's dive in. A lot of people I have talked to tell me all the time they feel like, sales is gross or icky and it just feels not good when in reality I think some people's first thoughts of of sales just instantly think of a car salesman or a super pushy salesperson who's trying to force you or convince you into buying something and whatever methods of sales feel gross to you the wonderful news is you don't have to use them in your business. So a perspective shift I would like to offer is the way some people might do sales is gross, it is icky, but that doesn't mean that selling is gross or the way that you sell is gonna come across as gross or icky to people. The way you sell can be fun, refreshing, and enjoyable for you and the person having the sales conversation with you. Because sales is truly just having a conversation with someone 
and giving them the information they need to make an empowered decision. Sales is also putting your services and your offers out there. Maybe it's not the fear of having a sales conversation with someone that scares you. Maybe it's just putting yourself out there to the world that makes you feel nervous. It's totally understandable and it can feel really challenging to get outside of our comfort zones and put ourselves out there because when we put ourselves out there for the world to see, we're opening ourselves up to all sorts of things, right? It requires us to be vulnerable and can bring about you know, potential judgments from people, criticism, etc. And the thing is, if someone is judging you for putting your work and business out there into the world, that says more about them than it does about you and your services and your business. I can't say no one is ever going to judge you or no one's going to project their own shit onto you. However, for every one person out there that's like that, there are a thousand plus people who love hearing about your business and are looking for exactly what you help people with. Putting yourself out there is brave as fuck. Every time you do it, you build that muscle and you feel more confident as time goes on. And you also show other people that it's safe to put themselves out there too. You know, another thing I want to touch on is that when we are selling and we're trying to get clients and grow our business, it requires us to potentially face disappointment. So maybe you feel like instead of selling and putting yourself out there to feel disappointed if people say no to working with you, instead, you don't try to get clients or sell at all. And therefore you don't have to face the disappointment of people saying no. That's totally understandable because disappointment can be challenging to navigate. And even if someone tells you no, that does not have to mean anything about you, your business, your services, courses, programs. It doesn't have to mean anything about what's possible for you or about the success of your business. You want people to say no. You truly do because your service and offer isn't going to be right for everyone. That is totally okay. And like I said, that's actually what we want because you're not meant to work with everyone. Not everyone is going to be the right fit for you or your services or your offers. We are out here to find our people. Your offer is the perfect offer for someone and they are out there right now waiting for it. And you will get no's, sell anyways. The no's leave space for the right person to enter your world and work with you. If you aren't getting no's when you're selling, that is a red flag. I encourage you to go into sales with the understanding that you will get no's. That's a normal part of business and selling and understand that going into it, the people you're having sales conversations with, they might leave you on red or they might ghost you. Sell anyways. The world needs what you have to offer. A question for you to reflect on is how are you letting the fear of judgment and disappointment stop you from showing up? What stories are you telling yourself when people tell you no? What are you making this mean about yourself and your business? Business should be enjoyable. We should have qualifiers and filters for who our ideal client is that we truly enjoy working with. And a lot of business owners miss that last part. They work with people they don't enjoy. So when people tell you no, it can actually be a great thing because it probably wasn't a person that would have benefited the most from working with you and might not have been the most enjoyable person to serve either. Not everyone is going to appreciate and see the gifts you offer with your services and expertise, and that's okay because there are more people who will see it, love it, and be absolutely thrilled to work with you. And on a strategy level, there are things you can do to even air quotes control the no's that you get. When you have a really strong pre-qualification process for someone, it's going to weed out the people who aren't the right 
fit. When I started my coaching business, solidifying my pre-qualification process changed absolutely everything for me. Even though I love sales and I consider myself an expert at selling services and teaching others how to do the same, it hasn't always been like this for me. I still get nervous sometimes. I still am afraid of getting disappointed. I still take it personally sometimes when people ghost me or say, no, I'm human, you're human, it's going to happen. When I first started my coaching business, there was a week I had five sales calls. I was so excited. I thought because they were service-based, they were the perfect fit for my offer. I didn't have them fill out an application. We just booked the sales calls. I didn't pre-qualify them at all to make sure they were even the right fit for the offer or had the qualifications needed to be a good fit for this offer. We just booked the sales calls. Then that week, when the time came to do the five sales calls, every single person I talked to that week told me no. They they told me they didn't have the money to work with me and I felt defeated. Like I started telling myself all sorts of stories about that experience and was making it mean way more than it actually meant to the point I didn't even try to put myself out there again for months because the fear of getting disappointed again was too much. And that all changed when I took a deeper look at my sales process. There was nothing wrong with my offer or service. I just wasn't pre-qualifying the people I was talking to. So the people on the sales calls, they were never going to be a good fit. They weren't the right fit for my offer. And that's why they all told me no. So once I created a solid pre-qualification process, my closing rate went back to 90%. I booked out my one-on-one coaching for the year and I have been booked out ever since. In the program I'm releasing super soon, I'm not dropping the name yet, maybe on the next episode um, or the one after that, but in the program I'm releasing super soon, I help you do exactly this. This is one of the parts that we cover is the pre-qualification process. In addition, I teach you all the parts that you need to sell your services and offers in a way that feels good to you. You know, the problem with so many sales courses and programs is that they teach the strategies of sales, like buyer psychology, closing techniques, overcoming objections, but it doesn't actually help the learner because you're only learning one small part. Sales is a process. It's not a one-step thing. And inside of the program I have coming soon, you will learn the entire process for sales and we will create your custom sales process together. I'm not going to force you to use my exact strategy or some cookie cutter sales strategy. We will find what works and feels best for you and your business because in this program, you get the education You get the teaching piece as well as the coaching. So that way when fears or feelings or maybe old beliefs come up while we're going through the program, you have me there holding space for you and supporting you through that process. And again, on a personal level, I want to be very transparent with you and share that even though I have a lot of success and years of experience as an entrepreneur, I still get disappointed and doubt my ability sometimes. But I don't have to make that mean anything and it doesn't have to mean anything about my expertise or my skill level. We all have feelings that come up. Like I said before, we're human and we all get disappointed. And you know, I'm getting ready to launch this upcoming program right now. And I even started noticing that I was procrastinating some things because deep down I was afraid no one would join. And so I felt like why bother even spending the time launching this? So that belief affected my actions and I started to not do what I needed to do in order to put this offer out into the world, which is totally okay. And I allowed myself to feel this way with no judgment and recognize the beliefs that I was having. And I decided to not let that stop me and tapped back into my purpose and mission. And so, you know, I am curious to know what is your purpose for starting your business? What is your why? Because 
it's so important to be able to tap back into that purpose and our mission. So sometimes when doubt comes up or these patterns come up, we have a way to break through them. So for me now, when the disappointment creeps up, I remind myself that I'm doing this program, this sales program, because I truly know sales makes such a difference in a business. Sales can be such a roadblock for people. I know what it feels like when you feel stuck. Maybe you feel like you can't do it or nothing seems to be working. The clients aren't there. The money isn't there. The impact isn't there. And it feels like there's no light at the end of the tunnel or you don't even know where the light would come from or how to start changing things. Like, you know, sometimes the disappointment can truly make you feel like you're alone in like this tunnel of darkness with no idea how to get out. And I say this because I've been there. I know what it feels like to just feel like, nothing will work and you start to doubt everything. And I felt that way until, you know, I created a very simple and effective process to bring in sales in clients consistently. So that way I can make the impact and have the business that I want. Everything right there that I just said, that is exactly why I made top shelf sales because I don't want your lack of knowledge around sales to convince you that you don't have what it takes to be successful or you can't have the business and life you want. So it's my goal to help you believe in yourself and believe in your abilities and to believe that not only is it possible for you to have this business, but it's closer and easier than you realize. So now I'm going to dive into some other common beliefs and fears around selling. The one I hear business owners say often is that they think sales equals tricking or convincing someone to buy your service or your offer, which is not true. Look, that's not the way I teach sales and it's absolutely not the way you want to do sales. I know that if you're listening to this podcast, I know you're my people and I know you want to do sales in an ethical way. And I promise if you are having a genuine conversation with someone to help them make a decision, you aren't forcing anything as long as you hold space for them to say no. The other thing is humans are smart. You can't trick someone into buying your services or offers. Some marketing and sales tactics might use very strong persuasion or fear-mongering to get people to join, like I said, out of fear or telling them that they'll be doomed without their offer. You know, we don't have to let that mean anything about us or how we do sales just because that's how they choose to do it. That's not how we do it over here. And to take it one step further, the world needs more people doing ethical sales. And that's what I'm here to teach you and help you do. A reframe for this is like you get the gift of helping them in their decision-making process. You get to be there and hold space for them in that process. How great would it be to have a sales conversation with someone and whether they say yes or no, they still become raving fans of yours. It can be like that for you. I hope you're enjoying this episode so far. Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you so much for your support. And now back to the show. Another belief I see often is the fear that no one will buy and the fear of looking dumb about posting or, you know, a fear of judgment. And so all of these are hundred percent valid and it's normal to be afraid no one will buy. This ties back into what I was saying about being disappointed. It can feel easier to just not even try to put ourselves out there instead of possibly facing rejection, disappointment, and judgment. However, I know you have a mission to help people and leave an impact. So if that is truly the case, how are you going to be able to make an impact if you're not selling? Selling is what will allow you to get clients so you can make an impact and change the lives of the people you want to help. 
selling doesn't only equal money. Selling equals making an impact in the world and helping people. Because if you're in business to help people, sales is one of the ways you get to do that. Because without selling and putting your offers out there, how are you going to bring these people into your world that you know you can help? So every day we choose to not put ourselves out there and sell is potentially another day our ideal client struggles with the problem that we can help them with. When we start to shift the focus off of what sales means about us and more about what it means for our ideal clients, that's when sales becomes a true service to the world because sales is of high service. I invite you to start to notice what self-talk you have around sales and putting yourself out there and the beliefs that you have. You know, for example, instead of thinking, I have to sign this client to make money, a reframe could be, wow, I know if I work with this person, I'm going to change their freaking life or I'm going to make their life better, more enjoyable. Another example is I'm afraid to post about my business or sell because I don't want to sound spammy. A reframe for that I'd like to offer is I'm going to put this post out there to let my ideal client know I'm here to help them. They don't have to do this alone anymore. One of the ways that we we can even set ourselves up for disappointment or sales might start to feel even a little icky or, or gross to us is because we we cling super tight to an expected outcome. Another belief I hear people tell me all the time is that sales can't be learned or you have to be born good at sales, which is not true at all. Sales is a skill that can be learned. And with anything, the more time and energy you spend learning something and trying to improve and trying to improve it, the better you will get and the more confident you will feel doing it. You can learn how to not only be excellent at sales, but how to make it fun. It gets to be both and I want to help you make it both. Sales is the lifeblood of a business and the framework I have around sales and creating a sales process, it's what has allowed me to become a serial entrepreneur and build not just one, but two really successful businesses. And I don't say this to brag, I say it because I want to help you do the same. I want you to have the impact in life that you desire. Your business is the tool to make both of those things happen. And without sales, there is no business. So again, sales equals impact. You know, it changes your clients' lives, it changes your life and gives you the money and the freedom to live your life how you want to. It gets to equal all of those things. And you don't have to figure this out or do it alone or, you know, try to rely on YouTube or, or free content that just teaches you how to use sales tactics and gimmicks and sales scripts. You know, making money and growing your business, it doesn't have to be hard. Instead, you just need to learn and truly understand the art of sales and how to craft your own unique sales process for your business because sales isn't a one-step thing. It's a process with several steps and my group sales program launching next month combines sales with a double shot of marketing, a shot of messaging, a splash of pricing, another double shot of sales strategies garnished with your very own custom sales process. It's the perfect business cocktail to get you to where you want to be with your very own custom sales process and methods so you can go from stressing about how to get clients to booking clients as much as you want to. And so now we're getting closer to the end of this episode, I wanna talk about a big recurring belief I see in business owners at every single level. You know, I've helped people make their first $100, first $1,000, and I've also helped people make multiple hundred thousands of dollars. And it seems like at every stage and income level, the belief that I don't have what it takes to make the money I want to make in my business pops up. 
which is understandable. And you know, if, if we were in a coaching session and you were one of my clients, I'd ask you, why do you feel you don't have what it takes? And I'm also curious to know, what do you think it will take to make the money you want to make? What won't it take? Another thing is when we are doing new things, it puts us outside of our comfort zone. Right now, making your first 5K month or 10K, 20K, whatever it is, might seem so unattainable and far away and scary. And what if that has nothing to do with your ability to make it happen, but more to do with the fact that it's new to you, so it feels scarier than it really is? Because fear is our brain's way of protecting us. When we do new things, our brain likes to keep us safe. That's its job. And so it might seem odd that our brain would view us starting a business or wanting to hit a new income goal as a threat, but it is. If you've never made 5K a month before in your business, your brain can perceive it as a threat because it's new. And so the first step is to just acknowledge that the fear and doubt you might be experiencing is totally normal and to thank your brain for doing its job for trying to protect you. And after that, let's then try to move into identifying how you can create safety and normalize this new level and this new thing you're trying to do. Because you do have what it takes to build the business you want, to make the money you want, and achieve the goal you want. Doing these things and hitting your income goal might require you to learn new skills and do things you've never done before, and you can do it. If this belief has came up for you, where you feel like you don't have what it takes to make the money you want to make, you know, I want to ask you, why do you think you won't be able to make the money you want? Maybe take five minutes and pause this episode to reflect, you know, take a look at how you answer this question. Was it a skill or something you don't know that causes you to feel like you won't make the money you want? If so, the great news is you can find a way to learn that skill and you can start to problem solve based on what came up for you when you answered this question. Another question for you to reflect on is what do you feel like is truly holding you back from making the money you want to make in your business? Our belief systems in business are so important, maybe the most important thing because our beliefs influence the actions we take, which is why self-awareness and coaching can be so powerful. I truly believe in business education and learning skills. It's vital as an entrepreneur and business owner. And coaching also allows us to work through beliefs that we have that might be stopping us from taking the action we want to take in our lives and our business. Both education and learning skills and coaching are so important, which is why I made my new sales program a coaching and education-focused group program. The belief systems and what we perceive to be true about sales getting clients, and our ability to actually have the business and life we want are all connected to each other. If we truly doubt that we are capable of having the business and life we want, that will affect the actions we take and the way we show up. I want to encourage you to notice how these parts are connected to each other. Because if you truly feel like no one wants your services or what you have to offer, why would you want to put yourself out there to sell and market? Or, you know, why even bother learning how to sell if the core belief is that deep down you feel like it's just not possible for you? That's the level of awareness we need to get to. It's deeper than just sales and marketing. It's about taking a look at the beliefs that you have about your business and what's possible for you. It might not even be that you hate sales. Maybe. What if just deep down you don't see the point even wasting your time trying to sell because you believe you don't have what it takes to create the business you want? Let's start by taking inventory of what beliefs you have around sales. And I really 
want you to pause this episode and write down as many beliefs that you have around sales right now. As you hear me asking these questions and starting this exploration phase around your beliefs and the belief systems you hold, you know, I want to challenge you to go deep on this, even if it feels really difficult, but ultimately by doing this, it's going to help unlock the things that you've been wanting to have in your business, but haven't because at the end of the day, you know, I can teach you sales strategy or marketing and and all these other things. But if you truly don't believe it's possible for you, you're going to take action from that place. And I'm here to help you look at your beliefs and start to shift them so you can take action from an empowered place and knowledge equals power. So just knowing about your beliefs Because again, it's not like we're ever going to banish disappointment. So just knowing about the beliefs that you hold is what's going to empower you to take action from there. And so I encourage you to pause this episode and write down as many beliefs that you have around sales right now. And some questions for you to answer and journal on are, what are the core beliefs you have about yourself as a business owner? What beliefs do you hold about your ability to create the business you want? What do you believe is possible for you in your business? How are these beliefs influencing the actions you take? And how can you make sales fun for you? When doesn't it feel fun? And what lessons can you take from that? What fears do you have around sales? It's so important to start having awareness around your beliefs and your fears and your perspectives around selling in business as a whole. And so I'm curious to know what part of sales feels the most challenging for you right now. And when it comes to getting clients and selling, where do you have the most resistance? These are some really powerful questions to start with. And this episode was structured more as a coaching session. So if you've ever wondered what it's like to coach with me or work with me, this gives you a a glimpse into that. And as we come to the end of this episode, I hope it's been helpful to hear about some of these common fears and beliefs that people have around sales and business and some of the perspective shifts we can make and how to start taking inventory of our beliefs and how powerful the beliefs we hold can really be in our business and how they can affect it. And so I encourage you to come back and listen to this episode. Every time you start to doubt yourself or if disappointment starts to creep in, maybe you're launching a new service or offer, I encourage you to come back to this episode as much as you need to and allow it to support you. I also invite you again to spend some time journaling on the questions I asked in this episode. And as always, I'd love to hear from you and your thoughts on today's episode. Feel free to DM me or take me on your stories on Instagram at the money rebel. And that's all for today's episode. And I'll see you on the next one. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy this episode, you can help support the podcast by making sure you're subscribed, hit the five stars and leave a review. Thank you so much, my money rebel family for supporting the show and tune in next week for another episode.